So hello and welcome to our ongoing series of Icons of Relocation podcast. My name is Simon Johnston. I'm the CEO of Icon Relocation, a provider of world-leading home search, moving and property management solutions. Now, today, I'm delighted to be joined by a really good old industry friend, namely Damon Porter, who I've had the pleasure of knowing for, well, frankly, longer than I want to calculate, actually, but a good time. Uh, and you work for a company called William Russell. Now, for those who don't know you or William Russell, could you give us an insight as to what it is that your company does? Yeah, of course, Simon. Thank you for having me on the podcast today. It's a pleasure to see you. Um, uh, yeah, William Russell, I've been here for, for nearly two years. Um, we're a dedicated expat health insurance provider. So we work with people that live and work all around the world and would need to have a, a good international health insurance plan. So we have members in about uh, over 160 countries. Uh, we're very strong in places like Africa, uh, UAE, Southeast Asia, South America and Europe. Um, and we help people get the, the right plans in place for their requirements and, and we help them that way. Well, OK, well that's that's a pretty big conversation. So let's have explored this because maybe unfairly from, from my side, I always think when you talk about relocation, there's so many conversations that bubbles up to the top, but maybe unfairly insurance perhaps doesn't do so. So let's see if we can correct that. Let's let's have a sort of a bit of explore on this, if that's OK with you. So the, the first question that comes to mind certainly from my perspective, is who is this aimed at? Is this aimed at the companies or the individuals who are relocating, or, or is it both? Yeah, we, we at William Russell, we very much aim it at both. So actually, half of our business is dedicated to helping individuals and families, and then the other half of the business is dedicated to helping groups and businesses. So right. we actually work. We don't target, even though we compete with the likes of Cigna and Bupa globally, uh, we don't target multinationals. So if you're working for a big multinational company, you likely have some sort of health insurance coverage through your company. But sure. there are loads of SMEs out there that won't have that in place. And we'll be looking for solutions for their expat employees to have a, a good competitive health insurance plan in place for the country they're relocating to. So COVID has changed the face of that. So I think historically, um, even in, in the relocation industry, I don't think that the relocation providers would have touched health insurance with a barge pole because <laughs> they, there's so many other things they have to factor into a, a relocation. But right. because of COVID, uh, companies are very much changing their attitude to making sure that their employees are properly covered. And then I think it's one of the it's a good added uh, added benefit for the relocation companies to be able to provide into their offering, because if, if people are looking for health insurance and, and, and pointers in the right direction to, for people to speak to, then mm. that's why I build partnerships with people like Icon so that you can refer clients to us and we can help them. But it's, our business is very much half and half individuals and, and businesses. Uh, that's really interesting, actually, I had, uh, especially what you said about sort of the SME sort of business, you know, that, that sort of sort of medium sized company, perhaps, who is relatively new to global relocation. So you'll, you'll be a perfect answer for that. So um, can we just expand on one bit when we talk about insurance? What do we mean by insurance? What is it, what is it that is a key part of this conversation? Yeah, so, so if you're living and working abroad as an expat and you're living in a, a foreign country that's not your home country for most of your time, you'll mm. want to make sure you have a suitable health insurance plan so that you're covered if anything goes wrong in terms of your medical or health situation. So I think generally um, a health insurance plan would, would give you, a private health insurance plan would give you access to um, good doctors, a network of the best hospitals, a network of the best treatments and solutions. 
Um, it would cover things. It would cover things like cancer treatment. So cancer is obviously not something we like right. to talk about. Um, mm. But you need to know if you're working abroad as an expat, and and you know something should happen, and and you're actually diagnosed with cancer, that you're you're covered where wherever you want to be, have your treatments, but you're covered for things like the removal of tumours, for chemotherapy, radiotherapy, immunotherapy, you know, counselling, wigs, and the right kind of drugs. So so cancer care is a big part of that coverage. Uh, and then also, you just want access to general inpatient and daycare treatment. So you just want to know that every time you go into a hospital, that your, admi your admission is covered. And actually, we have a, a big network of, network of hospitals where you can actually do um, a cashless, uh, you have a cashless coverage. So you, you use a membership card um, and there's no cash transaction. It's just done directly from the hospital to ourselves and that the cost is covered. It depends on where you are in the world where you can get that kind of coverage. Um, but that's a useful benefit. And things like mental health support, I think as an expat, uh, mm. expats are particularly prone to mental health issues. And it's also become a, an important duty of care for many employers and companies. Right. Um, but expat stress and language barriers and cultural barriers that can lead to all sorts of issues with depression, anxiety, psychosis, bipolar. So you want to know that when you're abroad, again, that if you, know, you have access to the right support and help when you need it. Um, and um, probably one of the most important things is, is medical emergency and evacuation as well. So if, if you know, goodness knows, if you're working in a, um, a developing country or a real remote location, you need to know that if something happens, that you're covered by evacuation by air, uh, air road or sea, uh, and you're taken to a place or a facility where you can be treated in the way you want to be treated. Um, so that's an important coverage. And then there's add-ons like um, dental care, um, maternity care, um, wellness, uh, personal accident cover. So actually, as an insurer, we the only products we offer are health insurance, um, uh, accident, uh, accident, uh, and life insurance and income protection. So life insurance is important because, again, if you're working anywhere in the world uh, and if you die, you can cover yourself for up to two million dollars. So it just means that your family are provided with some financial security for their future. Um, and that's if, if anything happens to you because of death or, or illness or, or that's that's a good coverage to have. And then income protection is the other one. We've seen a real increase in people taking out income protection uh, mm -hmm. because, again, that safeguards against your lifestyle in the event of any incapacity because of, of uh, illness or injury. And you can cover your yourself up to 80 percent of your salary. Um, so, again, it means that, you're, you know, you're covered until you return to you're able to return to work. Um, but, and some countries, interestingly, are implementing um, not only income protection as a, as a requirement if you're relocating as an expat, but also for health insurance. Now, more and more countries are adding that you need to have a, a good international health care plan if you're relocating into that location. So Dubai being one of those locations, certainly. Uh, and countries now like Sweden, apparently, in the, in the last two weeks have, have have added this into their policies as well. So in Sweden, you have to have income protection and health insurance if you're relocating as an expat. And I think other countries will change and evolve and will be adding in these requirements so that if you are an expat, you're not a burden to the local healthcare right. system or, or, or local systems. Yeah, well, that makes perfect sense. What a good answer, by the way. So when you were listening to that, I was thinking that it's maybe easy to get confused between this and travel insurance. These are very different things, aren't they? So. Yeah. Uh, is, is there worth anything to explore there just to make sure we're clear on those differences? 
Yeah, no, I think I think that's always a confusing point for issues. So so travel insurance, I would say, is generally for shorter term business trips or or annual holidays or vacations. Travel insurance tends to be a lot cheaper, um, but the benefits through travel insurance tend to be more emergency based. Um, and you know that also with travel insurance, you're covered for things like loss of luggage and, and cancellations and that kind of thing. But if you're if you're relocating into another country to work and live as an expat, travel insurance isn't going to cover that for you. You're, if you're going to want to have access to proper medical care and treatment, then you need to take out an international health care plan or, or a local plan in that country, depending on where you're going to. Um, so you need to be covered for things like extended hospital stays, uh, routine checkups, uh, wellness and preventative care, prescriptions and, and medication, um, and the medical evacuations I mentioned earlier as well. So, so travel insurance will cover you for short term, um, but won't cover you fully for medical situations, but the health insurance will give you the coverage that you need when you're living and working globally. And our, our plans, if you have a plan with us, uh, you're covered wherever you are in the world. So, you, you know, you might be you might be based in a certain country, but if you're traveling for business from a health insurance perspective, you will always be covered. And that's interesting because uh, I was going to come on to, to this. I was looking at your website um, recently and I, I love this phrase. Anyway, you talk about digital nomads and, I have to say, that feels like a conversation that really we need to explore at some of the stage in more detail. But so what you're just saying, is that covering that sort of category, that sort of digital nomad where they're sort of living in one location, but technically working for another location? Yeah, we 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 have helped a lot of digital nomads. We're helping a lot of the work from anywhere kind of people that you see. Uh, entrepreneurs that are setting up in, in a location that they want to live in because it's a nice location. Uh, we are seeing a, a big increase in those types of, of people. Um, and and obviously they depend on technology to do their job. So that the first thing they, they always need access to is a good Wi-Fi connection. Um, they can be employed by a company or they can be self-employed. Obviously, it's it works for certain types of jobs and roles, but not for others. Um, I know in the last week, I think I've seen plans open by people moving to uh, Bermuda, to the Bahamas, to the Seychelles. So some people really are looking at wonderful locations to be living and based and the ability to work from there. Um, and I think there are issues, obviously. So, so there's the tax. They have to be aware of the tax situation. Uh, they have to be aware of the immigration situation and how they can get a visa. Um, banking and, and funds transfers can be an issue that you have to take on board. Um, and I think also sometimes they may be missing working with people. So I think looking for mm. opportunities for co-working spaces is really important. Um, so there are loads there are loads of issues to think about, but I think that the benefits outweigh the, the disadvantages. And there are actually loads of countries now that are really encouraging this. So you can get visas for digital nomads in a, there's a big list of countries, um, but that includes locations like the Bahamas, Barbados, Croatia, Bermuda, Dubai, uh, Mexico, the Seychelles, Spain, Norway. There's a there's a big list of countries that are really encouraging uh, the the arrival and support of digital nomads. So we'll I think I think in the industry we'll see that continue to grow um at the same time as well so it'll be interesting to watch how that develops yeah wouldn't it just it does sort of tap into this wider conversation of remote working doesn't it and, and i know you and i've talked about this historically but it, it is a fascinating conversation but what a really good oversight so thank you for that so if somebody is listening to this and going well this is something i hadn't thought about uh, I, I really need to sort of get some more information or get a quote I'm going to guess that the best thing we'll do if it's one of our clients or anybody working with us is go and speak to one of the team 
uh, and they will introduce you. But I suppose otherwise, maybe they could contact you direct. Would that be a correct way of addressing this? Yeah, I mean, because as I mentioned earlier, because the relocation industry is, ha is, is looking to help support their clients in more of an extended way, and health insurance is yeah. certainly part of that. So my role really is to make it easier for, for people like Icon to be able to refer customers to us, and we'll talk them through, obviously, the right kind of policies that they need, for dependent on where they're moving to, um, their age is obviously a factor in, in the, 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 the pricing, um, but we'll help them build a quote. So in, in your situation, um, anyone should really reach out to your team um, and they can provide um, a, a, a link or, or our contact details. So if they provide the link, uh, your clients could actually go onto our website and get a really quick, simple online quote within about two minutes. So they've, they've got that quote to look at. Someone will reach out to them and see if they have any questions or need any help. Um, but, but that's the best way would be to speak to somebody on your team or contact myself directly. Fantastic. Okay, well, they clearly have to do this because I have to say, from from my point of view, just listening to this, I I thought I knew this quite well, but especially the digital nomad aspect and the fact of people working remotely and traveling around. This this is something that has got to be addressed, doesn't it? It's it's not a a luxury topic. This this is central to to somebody's well-being. Uh yeah, and, and companies that, that didn't have sufficient coverage when COVID kicked in, I think, mm -hmm. had felt extremely exposed and they won't want to do that again. So I think also in, in mobility, where traditionally we, we talked about long term and short term assignments, um, I think that COVID enforced a new way of working upon us. Um, which in a good way, it means that mobility now is much more of a strategic function than any in any, in any company. Right. Um, but but being able to uh, I think the other factor here as well is actually the war on talent. I think that companies mm. are really looking at ways of being able to attract the right sort of talent. I mean, I heard the other day I was at a conference and they said that in tech companies, they're losing people after six months. Um, so it, it's a it can be a very quick quick churn. So so companies are really looking at ways of how they retain people, but offering really competitive packages. And in, in the health insurance space, um, things like adding on your spouses, partners, and your children is an important thing to be able to offer to your your employees. So we're definitely seeing more of those types of questions and those types of quotes that we're offering out to people looking to to make sure they're retaining and recruiting the best talent. Uh, isn't that interesting comment? I mean, this is a really key issue to sort of really retain and build your top talent, isn't it? I mean, just providing this core function gives such a confidence boost. Uh, that's a really interesting uh, aspect to maybe sort of close this podcast on. But I have to say, it's, it's always a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for joining us. This is so enlightening. And it could be that if we get some good questions back from people or some aspects, maybe we can come back and explore this in a bit more detail in yeah. due course. But in the meantime, yeah. Damon, always a pleasure to see you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Simon. Take care. Take care.